Welcome to the Jennifer Hernandez RD podcast. This show is designed to help students and nutrition professionals make a positive difference through personal and professional development. All right, everyone. I am here with Heather Shaza, who is a certified diabetes educator on this last day of um, Diabetes Month. And a fun story, we did this a couple of weeks ago, and a little snafu happened, but Heather is so gracious to re-record with me um, so that we can hopefully get this posted today before Diabetes Month ends. So Heather, thank you so much for your time and speaking with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Jen. All right. Well, um, I would love to have you tell us about your journey to becoming a registered dietitian as well as a certified diabetes educator. Absolutely. So I started my journey um, a while ago, actually, now. I graduated from Rutgers in in 2008 and then in a dietetics program. And then after that, I kind of took an unconventional route. And I went to my master's first, and I did that for a year, applied for the dietetic internship. I didn't get in on the first time to get matched, so I continued along with my master's, and then I applied and I matched to the College of St. Elizabeth, where I did my dietetic internship. After that, I passed the exam, and now for the past six, seven years, I've been working as a retail dietitian as well as in a rehabilitation center. All right. So tell me a little bit about your role as a retail dietitian, because I think that's such a unique area that people maybe aren't as familiar with as, say, a clinical dietitian or food service dietitian. Absolutely. So as a retail dietitian, it is a different setting. It's in the supermarket. So I am in store. So I provide nutrition consultations for individuals. I do seminars, presentations, programming, and really um, in a position to really help individuals on their own journeys to their personal health and wellness. Okay, great. And then you also work at a rehab hospital. Is that right? Yes. So in the rehabilitation center, it is more clinical. So I see people that are undergoing maybe orthopedic issues with knee replacements, um, traumatic brain injury, maybe recently had a heart attack or stroke. So it is more clinical medical nutrition therapy. So a lot of different uh, avenues, I guess, um, in that type of setting, and usually those patients are there for about two to three weeks, and then they're discharged. Okay. So I would love to hear about your journey to become a certified diabetes educator. What made you decide to attempt that credential, and then how do you use your credential? Okay, so what made me decide is that I have a personal connection with diabetes. My father had type 2 diabetes and ultimately um, winded up passing away from heart disease. I'm so So sorry to hear that. Oh, thank you so much. And and he was my kind of inspiration to really start to think about how I could help individuals with diabetes. And so once I kind of learned of the credential of becoming a certified diabetes educator and the 
the wherewithal, I guess, the power that it had behind it, I knew that that was something that I really wanted to pursue to help me kind of develop my knowledge and expertise in the realm of diabetes. So I just decided that this year was going to be the year that I really kind of took the time to study and really get the experience that I needed. And so I did a couple different courses. And then I applied for the exam and passed the exam this past September. Great. Congratulations. Thank you so much. So let's hear a little bit about that process of studying um, and taking the exam. What did that involve and what information did you need to know? Okay. So the first place I started out was the looking at the website um, for the National Certification Board for Diabetes Educators. This was kind of like the guideline I went off of to see that I met the eligibility requirements and things like that as a dietitian. So in order to sit for the CDE exam, you must meet one of the disciplines, whether you're a doctor or a nurse or in our case, a registered dietitian. And you need to have a minimum of two years of professional practice practice experience as a dietitian, and also a minimum of a thousand hours of diabetes education experience, with most of that earned about 40% of those hours within the year preceding you taking the exam before your application. Um, and then you also need a minimum of 15 clock hours of continuing education activities that are applicable to diabetes. And then once you have those criteria, you can then uh, put in your information and then sit for the exam. And then upon passing that exam, then you become a diabetes educator. So what I kind of did was I used that as a framework, and I also took um, some courses. I I work better of I'm a more visual learning learner, so I attended a seminar in San Diego last year um, from Beverly Tomasi, and she does a program Diabetes Ed. Um, that you can check out on diabetes.ed.net that I felt was really helpful for me. But there's also great ones from the ADA, um, a lot of other programs that were helpful. And also taking a lot of practice tests was really helpful in, in my journey to becoming a CDE. Great. And so now that you have your CDE credential, can you tell us a little bit how you use your knowledge and skills in the various areas in which you work? Absolutely. So as a CDE, I do a lot of work, again, with individuals with diabetes. And I think what it helps with is really helping me to guide them on helping them through the day-to-day -day and helping them really build and sustain their quality of life. I feel that it allows me to support and encourage them a little bit better than I would have if I didn't have a CDE, and also helping to navigate their blood glucose levels and also, you know, in rehab too, when I'm, when I'm there, you know, helping to manage that, especially after surgery and things like that, and kind of taking the scariness away and the fearfulness that I feel like a lot of individuals that come with to me have with diabetes have. So I really try to help them to kind of navigate and problem solve. And I feel like the CDE credential really helps me to do that in a better way. Fantastic. Well, it definitely adds um, to your abilities as an RD to really know how to work with 
patients with diabetes and help them to have the best quality of life. So now, definitely. Do you? You're also starting a private practice, correct? Correct, I am. Okay, you want to tell us a little bit about your private practice? I decided to venture out um, a little bit last year and really kind of getting my feet wet into the world of private practice. So I started Welding Wellness, which is kind of taking bits and pieces and bringing it together because, again, we know wellness is a multitude of different things. Um, and it's really a focus on heart disease and diabetes for individuals. And it's really kind of exciting to be in this new realm. So I really just help right now one-to-one -one clients really help to get and meet their nutrition goals, particularly focused on diabetes and heart disease-related goals. And we have your links, your social media links, that are available in the podcast info. So for anybody who wants to learn more about what Heather is doing, um, please check out her links and follow her on social media. So last thing, Heather, what advice would you give either to students who are venturing into becoming dietitians or to dietitians who already have their RD but want to add that CDE credential? I would say continue to pursue your passion no matter where that takes you, whether it is as a new dietitian and you're still trying to get your feet wet in what you enjoy, or if you really are kind of even just hesitant about getting that CDE credential, I think it's great to just kind of continue to follow it and kind of create a game plan for yourself. You know, I think what helped me the most was creating a timeline and a date that I wanted to obtain my CDE by because, again, life happens, and if we don't plan, it can, it can easily get away. Um, so I think that by creating a game plan and continuing to pursue it is really just, I think, really helpful. And I think that no matter what you decide, you know, to follow your passion. And for me, it's a, it's a personal and professional passion of mine to help individuals with diabetes. And that goes for anybody, you know, anybody that you want to help, whether it's gut health or um, eating disorders or anything, you know, just to follow what you believe and, and the rest will work itself out. All right, Heather, that's some great advice for our listeners. And I, again, want to thank you for your time and for sharing with us. Is there anything else that you want to say that I didn't think to ask you? No, I think you covered everything. Thank you again so much, Jen, for having me. It was a pleasure to talk to you, and I'm so happy, you know, on the last day for Diabetes Awareness Month, we got to talk and, and really chat a little bit. Great. Thank you again, Heather. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Jennifer Hernandez RD podcast. I hope that you enjoyed the information provided in this episode. Do you know someone who is making a difference in the field of dietetics and you would like their message to be shared? I would love for you to introduce me to that person. If you would like to connect on other levels, open up your podcast app and click on the episode description. You will see all of the relevant links there to the website and social media accounts. 